Hey, hey. Welcome back. We uh, made this a part two if you listen to our part one of, you know, the villain era and, you know, how to get what you want more in the workplace or more in your career life. And this one is how to get what you want more in your personal life. So we kind of made them two different episodes. So we could, we could obviously talk all day about yes. this topic. Um, so yes, yeah, so uh, this article we're referencing is from CNBC. And the first little uh, point in how to get, it's titled Eight Secrets of Getting Everything You Want in Life. And the first point is calculating your lifestyle network, which at first I was like, math, skip, <laughs> but it's really easy. Yeah. So should we talk about our net worth? Yeah. Score that we got? Yes. Okay. So it said to rank yourself on a scale of one to 10 in these four different things, health, wealth, love, and happiness. Okay. And so we each did that. Should we talk about our, like each score? Yeah, I'll be real. So my, what I need each, I gave myself sixes (laughs) for all of them. Um, why I just feel like I for health like I eat healthy um but I still like as far as like my body and just my overall like mindset and like you know really want to do more yoga I feel like I'm not really there yet um just for myself and so I gave myself a six wealth um my financial network or net worth a six you know I'm happy um but I probably could budget more um just have a lot of starbucks in my life <laughs> pumpkin spice latte can you blame me um love you know it's been a bumpy little road for me this year um a great friends my great support system but i think like you know there's always a need of improvement for myself and then happiness i actually gave myself an eight for this one i gave myself i'm happy you know i think i need a little bit more of a balance in my life but i'm definitely a happy person um, and then like through this, it gives you examples of like, are you stressed? And I counted for those questions in my head when I made those scores. And I got like a 26 divided by four. I got a 6.5 out of 10. So again, this is everyone. You interpret that on, as on your own. Of like, what does that mean to you? Are you okay with the six and a half out of 10? Because to me, that's like a D. Um, so D could be sexual. No. Um, so I was like, well, that's a D. So like I obviously want to um get better than a D so um oh okay uh cowboy so Reed do you want to come and make an appearance (laughs) okay cowboy walking I'm like Sandy hands Ooh, ooh, sounded hot. What did I couldn't see what he did with his mustache? It was like this, right? He put like a mustache wax. Nice. Uh, so that's why I have a reality show. I feel like people should just like see what happens on a daily basis <laughs> in this household. Um, I think it would be very entertaining. Yeah, I think so. Um. Okay. So I already forgot what I put for myself, but I feel like I want to reassess anyway. Yeah, reassess. So for health, I put a five. Um. Which maybe it could be like five and a half because again, struggle with the will to move my ass. But I, I 
genuinely love eating healthy. Mm-hmm. That said, I do both. And I feel and like you're I, very aware of your mental health. I feel like you know like where you're at now. Like um, you were pretty totally. aware. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, yeah, I feel like you're especially very aware of that. Thanks. And I think like I definitely don't I don't struggle with it as much as I used to. Yeah. Like eating healthy, like I've gotten off the bandwagon back on, off and on, off and on. And I feel like I just made myself be like, I'm staying on the wagon. And that means that I can eat whatever I want, but it has to mostly be healthy. And like the older you get, you're like, oh my God, I feel terrible. I don't want to feel this way. Mm -hmm. And so I genuinely love eating healthy. That said, I wish I had a healthier mindset about health. It's, you know, it's just like like a burden to me. It's like a burden to go work out. It's like, no, like I, I'm like my mind is going to be that's what I need to do some people it's like they don't need to work out how that but for me my mental health like I need to like go and once I'm working out I have that like the chemical stuff that's happening on Mm -hmm. those science terms um like I just need that and I think that yeah yeah that makes sense so okay I'll give myself a 5.5 um with well (laughs) I'm gonna give it a Mm 2.5 but that relates to like just a crazy ass career path the past five years which that is very intentional so I'm just kind of taking taking the hits while I'm figuring it out so it's not necessarily especially with a sea salt like I like you're just it's it's really cool honestly I I, I, you're in a good spot I feel like how sporadic it seems it Mm -hmm. will straighten out the way it Mm -hmm. needs too soon yeah um that said, I give myself little treats all the time. Mm-hmm. I I'm a spender. By Me nature. too. So yeah, I have a shopping. I'm currently like I have a shopping cart on my car and my on my phone right now for anthropology. Yeah. That's too expensive. So. Yeah. Well, because like when you you know how you're supposed to have a budget, yeah. but when you make a certain amount, you're like, there's nothing to budget. And <laughs> so then it's yeah. easy to go off. And then I'm like, I worked hard today. <laughs> I just yeah. drank a, a coffee. Um, nice. That's my mindset. So. Exactly. And so I'll give myself 2.5. Um, and then love, I'm going to mm. say a nine. Oh. I want to say 10, but I feel like I'm still, again, like it's totally like the mindset around these things. Yeah. love relationships they I am so lucky to have the relationships that I have mm-hmm. that said I definitely get stressed by yeah. my relationships I'm mm-hmm. constantly like am I doing enough what do, what do they think of me do, do they think I'm doing enough so yeah yeah almost a 10 um and then happiness mm. hmm so seven okay like it and kind of like it's saying with the stress thing it's really just stress related as to why I'm not giving myself a 10 yeah and so the average of all of that is a six okay so we're kind of saying saying, yeah you know take that as you will too like that you know maybe the goal is an eight out of ten maybe it's a seven out of ten maybe it's a six and a half out of ten right it's like everybody has their own right you know and that's uh that's our lifestyle network so what I take from that is our net worth based off of how we want our lives to look. Is that yeah. like, how do you think of it? Yeah, no, I think it is like how 
Yeah, at the end of the day, like I think the happiness way stands out to me with all of these. I think like when you're when all of these are at scores you want them to be at just for yourself goal, I think like you're gonna your quality of life mm-hmm. is gonna be higher, right? And I think um like there's there's a thing called like the happiness principle too. Like you want the greatest happiness. Um and it kind of goes back to our last conversation too about like our daily actions and what yeah. are the consequences of those? Are they having a um a positive impact or are they like causing are they causing happiness too or are they causing pain yeah. and so I think with all of these it kind of goes together of like you, it's, it's always about your quality of life and so if you're fine with the six out of ten as long as your quality of life is where you want to be that's the most important thing so and it's okay to not be a 10 out of 10 oh. that's a I wish it she's would. a 10 but no you all are Mm-hmm. and I shouldn't listen to this yeah <laughs> I think um where are they going um I'm oh, the worst I'm sorry no you're good you don't have to be like, a 10 who the hell is a 10 out of 10 who, who, I wish they would have covered that yeah but uh and like the it's about it's talking about the goals that get you to like you said where you want to be yeah do you even want to be a 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 people might be kind of annoying. I'm totally Yeah. Kidding. She's a 10, but she doesn't say really get in podcast. No. So she's 11 out of 10. No. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, I think, yeah, it's just your quality of life and your standards and your number out of 10 should be and probably will be different than, you know, other people's. And that's okay because we're all unique and have our own experiences. Yes. And the point is that it's a work in progress for all of us because that's a lot of stuff to manage. There's a lot that goes under the umbrella of health a lot that goes on under the umbrella of wealth and love and happiness Mm. so I feel like you gotta be super super uber patient with yourself when you think about all the things that you're trying to manage yeah beautifully said thank you you. was this like the lady from Shark Tank yeah I guess this is her take on her no No, it's not Lori so Barbara Corker Barb Barbara. All right. Mm. She has some good nuggets. She's yeah. So she this is this is what the failing uh moving past failure. failure. This is so hard. This is so hard. Yeah. And I am the worst. I'm moving past my failures. If I do something, if I myself like F up my head, if I like fail at something in the morning that's all day now if I have to give me I can never move past it and like I'm like no but I did bat this it's like okay well you know you you don't learn unless you fail right I mean everyone says that but it truly is like I do my most growing and learning when I don't know something or when I fail at something because if you don't fail you're not trying um and I say that to my students all the time is that there's like this learning pitch and you have to, you have to be here to grow up, to go up. So, yeah. because if you don't ever go down and you just keep doing the same thing you're doing, you're not really growing as an individual, uh, but it's hard to fail. No one wants to get told they're getting a, you know, bad grade. No one wants to get told they did bad on a project or did bad at work or did the wrong thing. But at the end of the day, you're learning so much more than you could ever imagine. It just obviously in the moment, if you're a perfectionist, especially it's just going to be a little bit harder um it's hard to think about like what a failure actually is that kind of gets jumbled up in my mind a lot of the the time you're right like okay like is it just because you did something wrong 
Yes. But I feel like it gets hidden in these weird ways the older yeah. you get. Like maybe your mom was like, I don't like the way you dressed at dinner last night. Mm. And you're like, great. Well, I'm a failure. Yeah. That's yeah. A part, like, great. That's a fail. When, and I think the hard part too is nobody tells you how often it happens yeah. or how, because we're young. Like when people say, oh yeah, you're still figuring things out. I wish they would have said, you're going to hit a lot of little bumps. And, and how you're long gonna does have, this last? <laughs> right. Probably, <gasps> how I, long am I in this pit? Okay. Mm-hmm. And how do I, who's going to be the ladder to get out? When's the curve going to go uh, Yeah. You, you don't know. And, but I think it does when you start giving yourself credit and when you start moving past the failures and just accepting it is an innate ingrained part of just being alive because we're humans. All this is made up anyway. Yeah. And I, well, and I think too, like people our age, you know, we are always told to never ask for help because we yeah. looked weak. I feel like that's at least what I learned in life. Or do it yourself. Or do it yourself. But at the same time, it's like, no, like we have so many resources at our disposal. Mm-hmm. And I think my mom said to me, best of like, you're, you're being too prideful. And I was just like, let's dissect that a little bit. Um, I, I think a lot of us are very prideful. I think like we are afraid to ask for help. Like, no, we'll just figure it out. But it's like, you know, we live in a world today where there's so many resources mm-hmm. that it's okay to ask for help or look for guidance. It's yeah. not, it does not make you any less than, does it make you look bad? Um, anything, it looks like, wow, like they're reaching out, like, first of all, vulnerability, right, Renee Brown? But also, too, like, just as a human, like, you know, it's okay to ask for help and look for guidance. Um, and it goes in hand with, you know, if, you know, if you feel like, if, you know, you've done something wrong and you feel like you failed it's like that guidance and that support I feel like can really help you kind of conquer that feeling of failure yeah totally um but yeah failure it's like one of my least favorite words but it's yeah like, and it's going to be forgotten about and really nobody cares nobody cares they're focusing all... on their own failures yeah well he's like and who is this next person? Like, what are these visuals? So yeah, it's showing a bunch of like influential people. A cartoon-like and icons. So this, uh, I don't know who this guy is, but this point is, which this is a huge one, is all about changing your mindset. Mm-hmm. I think that's key. key. Yeah. I think, and this is so hard. I think, you know, it talks about like your habits in this one. And it's like, they're so ingrained. And I think with changing mindset, like no one, I, it's so hard to change. It's so hard to adapt and pivot to something new. And I think you got to think of the impact at the end of the day mm-hmm. and what that would be making in your life if you change your mindset. And I don't even know, like, there's so many pieces with this of like, what are strategies to change your mindset? Mm-hmm. I think it's like looking at your life now and it may be great and it might be fine, but could it be better? Like, mm-hmm. and I think as a world, you know, especially, you know, if you get into politics or anything else, like we have to always change. The world is not the same from two years ago. <laughs> this is the world wasn't the same as it was a year ago. And I think that we're always changing. Sure. And I think it's just to put in perspective, like, well, why do I need to change this? And then well, why do we change things all the time? Because we change the society, the world changes, things are gonna look different from today to tomorrow um yeah I think just knowing that like again it's your quality of life and like you know it could be great now but 
it also could be better tomorrow. So absolutely. And there's always room for improvement mm -hmm. is what's always in my brain. And sometimes that like adds too much pressure. Like I just put too much pressure on myself mm -hmm. to be better, do better, to be better, like perfectionist mm -hmm. type stuff. And yeah, for and what like you don't nothing has to be not everything has to be perfect. Um, so like allowing yourself to let go of the perfectionism and this like kind of brings up persistence again where it's like yeah it's, it is like a long haul long mm -hmm. tedious haul type of thing and that's not fun like it's not yeah. the funnest thing ever to constantly it's like getting after your kid you have to like if they aren't if they aren't eating their veggies basically like it's you the accountability no uh I'm not a parent <laughs> we're not parents but it's the accountability thing yeah like we're, we're we're our own kids if yes. we don't do it nobody is going to do you it for just us sparked, oh my gosh wait Fran that was beautiful <laughs> accountability no because listen I don't want to get told what's wrong with me yes, you know what I mean does. like no one tell no one tell but at the same time I got into counseling and I have accountability now of what I need to do. I am taking accountability for the, the change I need to implement and have happen. And I think a lot of people are like, yo, it's a great mindset to like go to counseling and to work on your issues. But it's really like accountability. Like I am accountable. I, if, I'm like, I, if I do something and it's like, oh, I shut down that way. I instantly, I do a call. I think that I could have done this better. And here's how. And I think that a lot of people want change want a better mindset but they're not taking accountability yeah. for it and I think that's such a like beautiful way to say that like, it is all about accountability with changing your mindset you mm -hmm. have to be accountable for what you're doing what you want to happen um because you don't take accountability like how how is that change that mindset change going to happen it's not um because you're not really truly embracing where you're at today and understanding like you know you do need to you know grow and develop and you know, whatever. So yeah. Wow. So changing your mindset is not for the faint of heart, but you can do it. Um, and it mm -hmm. will just change your, like changing your mindset is changing everything, changing your, your life. life. Yeah. yeah. Like we could have had a total different mindset about each of our pillars for the net worth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I think we were just trying to be honest. Um, mm -hmm. but then, so like you're aware, you're honest, with yourself about where you're at and then there's the taking action part and that's like that's why we wanted to talk about this stuff as the first episode of the taking action mm -hmm. season because that's a whole other thing yeah like actually actually, it, actually having strategies yeah. to do it we're for sure gonna have to really dig deep there too and like figure out what if we say these are our takeaways like are we actually like what are what are measurable attainable goals too you know because ideally at the end of the day like we could all read the best books out there and like still not truly implement these into action mm -hmm. items to do so um yeah so we're gonna get through it together yeah okay all right four oh mm. practice of vibrational giving i'm all about good vibe that's what that means yes. <laughs> so we <laughs> vibe in here today um, I think that's all uh, millennials want is. They want a good vibe. vibe. 
Or of high. I've been in the workplace too. I'm just like, wasn't I got with my boss, no one else in the meeting. I'm like, oh, I just like the vibes, you know? And I'm like, I don't know what's like, you know, okay to say, but I'm all about the vibes. The vibes. It's just an accurate term yeah. at this point. Yeah. Um, okay. Succeeding so what is this? in life and business is all about give and take. The universe returns to you tenfold mm-hmm. what you send out to it. Oh, okay. what you're sending out is what you're going to receive. This yes. Hard too. I love this though. I love it too, but I think, oh, I don't know yes. like, if I'm a skeptic or I'm just not yeah. paying attention. Mm-hmm. Like you that. were saying earlier is like when you, like you need to be prepared to what you're asking for, you need to be prepared to receive it. Mm-hmm. It's not like, and you can't miss it. Like you have to pay attention. And I think with this, like, it's just like, I think I, you just make a deal with yourself at an early age to be like, nope, I'm only going to be a nice person. I just want to put out good things to the world. Yeah. But then you have to pay attention mm-hmm. to see what is coming back to you. Yeah. And I don't know that I'm great at that. This kind of reminds me of good karma. Yeah. In a sense. And I don't know why I'm going here with that, but like it, it, it even relates to friendships. You mm-hmm. are who you hang out with. And what that means is if you're surrounded by, if you're giving out and receiving like in like toxic vibes, like that's essentially how you're then going to deflect onto other people. Yeah. And, and it goes with like the karma, like your actions, your consequences, if they're, if your happiness principles are like causing pain, um, watch out bitch watch out for your butt you're about to get a little sting in the bean by the beanpick. like that it really is such it's so true and people hate when I say it especially my husband I'm like you when you hang out with bad people or toxic people that's who you become um and it's the same thing it's like what you're giving what you're putting out is in turn what you're going to receive um and that's such a good mindset to have in your everyday living when you think about the happiness principle and your quality of life with the calculating you just did of that that worth um yeah so it's a key thing to keep in mind of like what you're giving out is what you're going to receive so if you're genuinely always thinking of your actions and like wanting causing wanting to cause happiness in turn you know you should be receiving that back to you because you're only putting out good vibes in a sense but if you're gonna do nasty things to people and think like well i'm gonna show them well like you know at the end of the day i like think okay you're teaching them but that's if your approach is gonna be to cause pain it might come back and you know cause you pain yeah well and this is these are like this whole spiel is based on something that a like a famous real estate developer Andres mm. Pira kind of was I don't know if he coined it or what um but he's saying whenever I'm doing something new basically I always give he always gives his all he he goes at it with a certain vibration like mm-hmm. and it's all a positive vibration and I think this is interesting it says when I can't go into a business deal with those emotions of positivity and joy, love, goodwill, and gratitude, it's not worth it. And I yeah. think that's a good way to paint the picture of like, yeah, like think about, and when you do get older, you do like, you're like able to get that 10,000 foot view. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you're like, this is not like, I'm not getting good vibes from 
this certain situation that I've been dealing with for a long time. I'm not getting good vibes from this person that's been my friend for forever. Mm-hmm. It, why? I don't know that the why matters a whole lot, but it is when that little cue goes off in your brain of like, hmm, mm-hmm. what I'm getting from this relationship it's is actually, it's actually negative. Mm-hmm. And it's, if I don't do anything about it, it's just going to keep, that's it's just going to remain that way. Yeah. And that negativity will remain in my life. So, and I think this is so important because yeah. you can't see it. Like you have, to, it's a mindset. Mm-hmm. And so you, again, like you have to be persistent enough to keep that in mind and just make that a way of your life. Like if that's not giving me good vibes, whatever that means, I'm not doing it. And that's okay. You don't have to do things that don't feel right. And, but, yeah. and I wish like in the workplace, I think that's so important for like a leader to instill that value. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, this isn't like a tangible return on investment, but it's fucking, excuse my language. It's important. It's kind of like, yeah, it's it's, one of the most important things. Um, And talk is not tangible. You can't like receive. I was like, we were talking and you said that I was seeing like a Sims character. Um, and I was like, you like get points and you can see and grab on something or I don't know. It's not yes. tangible. You can't just grab a, a coin or for positive impact or for positive mm-hmm. vibe and then like get some coins stolen from you when it's a bad vibe or a negative one. It's all a mindset of coins. you're not going to see the coins. You don't get coins. <laughs> Sorry, people, you know, but it's just, yeah, it's, just, it's an important like really is it worth it I think it's always something to ask about and like think about the outcome yeah um that good vibes only. Mm. all right so work hard and know your why is the next point mm-hmm. okay I love this this is um like the one of the most realistic ones I think because mm-hmm. it's touching on how yeah this isn't an easy feat it's hard work to stay persistent to have the life that you want to get the outcomes that you want from your life that's it takes work I love his like little paragraph he just wrote there it's blood sweat and and tears on the way to the top otherwise everyone would be there right like if it were easy Mm -hmm. everyone would be doing it Mm -hmm. uh if you don't face challenges you haven't set the bar high enough I'm so way back to that learning and you're in the pit be optimistic and see problems as opportunities. Good vibes. Yeah. That was like really into a lot we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Do what others won't. Um, get up early, work extra hours, listening to inspiring podcasts, <laughs> reeling it in, a uh-huh. uh, little plug. And then, you know, turning off the TV and read a self-development book. I think with this one, um, I I think it's so hard when you're doing any work, you know, like on yourself it's knowing the why behind why you're doing it and I think a lot of us when we go to do good things sometimes we don't really look at that big picture of like the why is behind what we do um we just do it maybe because like that's what we're told to do it's a good thing but it's like what's the actual why behind it mm-hmm. um and that, I think that's like a sticky note I'm gonna put tomorrow like on my desk for work or Tuesday what I'm gonna do at my desk is put like the why behind what I do um I think every day we should ask ourselves why do we do this just as a reminder like why it can start to feel routine well it's like yeah it's a routine it's like 
you know, you don't want to live in this life. Like, oh, you, you wake up, you do this, you do this, you do this. It's like, I think the why drives the passion. And like, would we be doing stuff a thousand times more if we remember like, oh, like this helps out a lot of people. That's why I do it. Mm -hmm. Or I experienced this earlier on in life and I know the impact and that's why I do what I do today. I think it's such, you get so caught up in your everyday habits and routines. You kind of forget like the why is behind what you do. Perfectly said. Gosh. Yeah. Thank you. Because that is like, another thing that I just forget yeah I oh, just forget I'm, all the time I forget the why is what I do yep. I just do it it's what I'm used like to when you're driving your same route day after day yeah. and then eventually you're like how did I get how here did I get here did I run your red lights did I you know seriously yeah yep um and that kind of segues perfectly into this next point slow down and meditate as annoyed as I get when I'm told to meditate, mm. it works. Literally, even if I do it for 10 seconds, it was like, at least my brain had a moment of peace. At least my brain mm-hmm. and my overall being had nothing going on in my brain and mm-hmm. it resets you. I don't know. It just like brings you back to life. I think you're so, you get so intuitive with yourself too, when you're like, in your own space, just like focusing yeah. on like your breaths and you, and your, not your breasts, your breaths. Oh my gosh. <laughs> your breaths. Oh. And you, I think like when you meditate, you get so much more intuitive with yourself and like focusing on yourself and not an email I had to write or pick up from practice or if you have kids or like whatever it is, like you know, those, those mental meditation really do self-center yourself and really make you more in tune with your body and like what you need. Yes. Um, and I don't even know how to start meditation, to be honest. Like, I think I need to navigate, like, how do, how does one meditate? And like, when is that window in the day to best do it? I don't know, but I think there's, there's something to be said about throughout your day and every day, like leaving room for yourself to be in tune with yourself and meditate. Cause you'll see, I think a greater outcome for yourself. So absolutely. And I think this kind of goes perfectly with what you were just saying. It's uh, saying meditation opens the door to authentic and accessible happiness, mm. which authenticity and accessibility are like, oh my gosh, golden words. Yeah. Especially when it's paired with happiness. Yes. All right. Okay. Just a couple more points. Um, develop your network which you were touching on how who you surround yourself with says your a lot circle. about what your vibe is going to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm definitely an introvert, but I love networking strictly to just be surrounded by good people. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want anything from them. I want what you I want so much. Yeah. You don't even know it. And what I want is to be able to have trusting people in my life to be able trustworthy people in my life respectful people like that's what I want and you can form that network you can form any kind of network filled with any type of people that you want to be around I um also and I'm an introvert um I'm on bubble bff too and really and even in my class we kind of always go there again in my graduate program, I'm not only doing it one because like it looks good, but two, the people I meet, I learned so much from. Mm-hmm. And I think like networking yourself again, positionality here, 
putting yourself in a position to, you know, really grow and have more, even when you meet people, you, even it's not job related, you gain so many more opportunities from just talking to certain people and getting to know other people, whether it's at a coffee shop in the morning or whatever, you learn so much, you are exposed to so much, um, yeah. opportunities, even if it's not job related, any opportunities are going to come your way to learn of an, an event coming up that you saw on a, on a poster in a coffee shop that someone pointed out to you. It's like little things that you never realize um, that you gain from networking and putting yourself out there or just talking to people. I think there's so much to be said about that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And what I love is you, you can have a network of people who come from so many different walks of life, mm -hmm. but then you all have a few things in common and that's all you need mm -hmm. really. And it's barely ever things in common like physical things or where you're from or what your favorite food is or mm -hmm. your family life I think it's more important to have like values in common I'm pretty sure you could conquer the world if you like surrounded yourself with people that have similar values to you I love that and and I don't <laughs> want to get to a story because like I make us go longer but a story I was in the airport when Cincinnati and I had like I don't even know what this is called, but a moment of I was like, this is the one place in the world, an airport, where so many walk of life from different backgrounds come together and travel the same place that you're going to. And you're never, there's just no other place like that in the world mm -hmm. where you see all walks of life that you would never experience unless you're in an airport. Mm -hmm. And I say that because we were on the plane and we were next to two, two times next to like very chatty people. And I was like, oh, don't talk to me. Like, I'm mm -hmm. just like, you know, I hate flying. Let me be me. But this guy was like talking about his career and like he's an engineer. Reed's an engineer. And then it started this whole conversation. Like I do product managing. He did product. It was like, it like crazy. it was the most crazy experience. And it had nothing to do. We didn't get each other numbers. We didn't like connect on LinkedIn. It wasn't purely any job related opportunity there. It was just more of like, wow, like, it was, it was, it was great to like meet somebody and be able to share an experience or share some commonalities yeah. with that. He's from Texas, works for like a train engineer company. Like we would never meet otherwise or ever mm -hmm. again, but it's like those little experiences. You're like, wow, like that was pretty cool. And we learned yeah. and we got to meet a nice person, which is just refreshing. Right. So yeah. Anyway. Um, okay. That's the last, last one. one. Oh gosh. Can we go through it. Focus like on no, not you say beautiful things. <laughs> this is my favorite. Focus on self-development. Mm -hmm. I am a huge advocate for self-development. First of all, podcasts, books. Like I honestly, anytime someone like says about a self-development book they want to like give me. I will, I will read any self-development book in the world. Hence why I love Brene Brown. But there, we are humans and we are sponges. Mm -hmm. We should always be learning and growing. Um, that's a mindset, of course. Yeah. But self-development, like it's such, there are these eight topics are life-changing right now for me. I'm like literally like a sticky note on my Tuesday, like all these things again, because it develops me as a person, mm -hmm. which Think of the impact we just talked about. There's not only an impact on me, but a greater impact on people around me uh, in my everyday, you know, conversation exchanges. Um, 
Yeah. And to think of all of this as a your self-development gig. Like if you just own the fact that you are constantly working on yourself, it could be really fun. Yeah. And like you're you learn about your you learn so much more about yourself than ever before. How to make things work for who you authentically are. I think like I don't read a ton of books. Um, because I have a horrible attention span and but I see one quote by Brene Brown and I'm like whoa yeah so like I do try to keep that within my algorithms and my for you page to just like self-development has always been important to me too I think again like if I'm in my villain era, if we want to call it that I love that I would say I'm just in my sleepy cozy villain era like I'm just I'm a total, I'm in my total like rest phase mm-hmm. of life. And I don't That's know. That's okay. And I think because like for my self-development, part of that is taking my own mind back from things that I don't want to believe about myself any longer or believe about the world any longer. Like it's that thing of reteaching things that weren't quite right for you to begin with. You might so, hear my dog in the background. She I, think, I think she's having a nightmare dream. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I what I would do to have like a self-development book club, I would probably lose my freaking mind. Um, so if I'm all about that. I think the last thing with this is there's this quote it says about commit to your what this is crazy, guys. It's like full circle moments <laughs> we're having here. It says commit to your why, which is what we just talked about, mm-hmm. and ultimate vision. Think about it as if it's already happened while detaching from the yes. how and develop your feed mind while imagining your exact outcome that manifests your ultimate vision. You guys, I, oh my gosh, if you didn't even like listen to all of us because you're like multitasking, but you heard these whys and hows and vision, like literally full circle moment just happened. Yeah. Like seriously, like it's self moment, like Think about your why. Think about your everyday routines. Why do we do what we do? What's the outcome? That greatest happiness principle is what our actions are they causing happiness? Are they causing pain? What is our quality of life look like? What if we calculated that our net worth of what we what we are? You know, a six and a half. That's that's what you want. That's good enough for you. That's you know. Then that's think about that internally. Then like right, like your self development. Like if that's where you're at. Maybe just perfecting those areas and keeping up with that. Or if you want to grow more, there's opportunity. So I think committing to your why and that ultimate vision is so important. And I love that. It's like a full yeah. circle. I think moment right here of everything we've just talked about. And that was the last point too, which oh I feel like is so perfect. And this is where, yeah. So closure right now. Like I closure, like crazy. Oh my God. Um yeah, but I think I, I need to think about the why a little oh, bit because I think I underestimate yeah. it because I am a little bit like, what does this all mean? <laughs> like, yeah, what is the bigger seen, picture? I don't know. seen the movie. It's a Disney movie or mm. Pixar. I don't know. It's called Soul. Yes. Oh my God, that's such a good movie. Yeah. It's all about, like, I think it's important to feel your, like, think about what your purpose is or think about a purpose Mm -hmm. but the whole point of that movie was like you're human your purpose is to just be here and live so do what makes you happy like that was a spin out that was the second one of the inside out one right oh 
Wasn't it like, was wasn't it, it inside out and then it went masked in my computer? Wasn't it inside out and then it came soul? Okay. Or aren't they related? I didn't know that, but that would make sense. I don't know 100% if I'm right, but you're reminding me of that because like self-development, like every time I do something, whatever mood I'm in, I think of the inside out characters, like their emotions. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, it can, if I sound like the blue one, the down one, I forgot her name. I, I feel so bad. Yeah, well, the office. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> my favorite show. You're right. It is yeah. uh, her voice. Uh, I'm like, do I sound like frumpy and down? Is like, is that I'm feeling internally portraying like my outside emotion or how I look? And if so, I feel so bad people around me too, though, because of the end of the vibes I'm putting out, the vibes I'm going to freaking receive back. And I don't need that. Um, so when you said soul, I was like, oh my gosh, inside out. But you're yeah. right, soul too. Like, you know, Disney just, you know, slays. They're doing good. They're doing really they're good with this. The they're on the head with movies lately. They're understanding society for, for like and us, what we need. Like the why they're making movies for kids today. But they're making it for us too. Like, we didn't have like, this back then. No. So they got to make up for it with us. all day. We put right. out some toxic, uh, yeah, we unrealistic some, expectations. Yeah, we are so. not societal, <laughs> not the best for society. But no, yeah, these, this is, I, these eight takeaways, I mean, mind blowing mm -hmm. right now. Like I so much I need to reflect on and really like hone in on and, me too, man. I don't think I'll, I'll, the why is the hardest part, right? Yeah. Like the why is, and, and even like in my, as my bit, even in career, I'm like, oh my God, fulfilled. Because it fulfilled is personal life and work life, right? And so I even like bring in what we talked about on the last episode of being fulfilled and, and asking and being concise and clear. It's like, that comes into my why, right? And I think these all come together and it's so much to conquer. But I think as we progress through this podcast and this season, we can really start diving deeper. Like what are some actions, items, or yeah. strategies that we honestly want to start that we think, you know, Hey, like if you haven't tried it, here's what we're doing mm -hmm. and, you know, take it or leave yeah. it, but here it is. So I would love, love that. And I think yeah. that like, we want to be posting beneficial things for mm -hmm. people to see and use and yeah trust that we won't overcomplicate it because we, I think we're sick of things being overcomplicated when it's yeah. just like it's all about communication like it's all about like we we're talking about like learning from people mm -hmm. I think we don't want you to have to ask for help we just want to we want the information to be, be readily accessible you. yeah because so, you don't know what you're asking for yeah accessibility so with and that, advocacy and advocacy those are some so, words <laughs> awesome well thank you guys thank for you so listening much. and we're excited to continue with season two bye bye